This is Broadcast, Talking TV, recorded at Maple Street Studios. Hello and welcome to the show, I'm Jake Cantor. It's our final podcast of the year, which can only mean one thing, it's festive quiz time. Lighting up our Christmas tree of a show will be the bauble brains of six of TV's finest, who join me in reflecting on a seismic year for broadcasting. So pull up a mince pie and wrap your ears around some tinsel-lined TV teasers. Talking TV Towers is fit to burst with some guests, so let me introduce our teams. Uh, to my right, it's a welcome return for Lisa Campbell, former broadcast editor and now director of the Edinburgh International Television Festival. Uh, she is joined by the darling of Talking TV, uh, <laughs> our, our very own Stephen D. Wright. TV, it's what, broadcast version of Anton Dubeck. <laughs> what are you looking forward to at Christmas? Downton, probably. Final one. I'm already got, you know, teary eyes at the thought of it. Alisa? Dickens, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sound too thrilled about it. <laughs> Dickens. Right in front of me, I've got Kula Anastasi, Director of Programming at Lifetime and the Crime Investigation Network. Kula is joined by broadcast web editor Alex Farber. Hello. Dream team. What are you looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to War and Peace over Christmas. Um, that'll run into the new year, so hopefully that'll be a good show. Kula? Yeah, definitely. War and Peace. Also, and, there were, and then there were none as well. That looks really exciting. I've seen a couple of promos for that. Atmospheric, big of, bit of Agatha Christie. Last but by no means least is broadcast editor Chris Curtis and Lewis, uh, Camilla Lewis, the founder of Curve Media. Highlights of the year? I'm looking at Lisa and thinking, well, the McTaggart was pretty decent mm. this year. McTaggart was amazing. So <laughs> I think she'll give me uh, a high five later for saying that. I think it's been a brilliant year for Taylor. There's been some really exciting things. I mean, my favourite is Fargo Series 2, which I think has been... Which fantastic. is American. You can't have that. It's amazing. I love it. I can have it. <laughs> yeah. and I'm having it. All right, right then, let's crack on. Uh, some house rules. You'll be picking your way through four rounds of telly conundrums where correct answers will win you a solitary point. Buzzers will be your names. Uh, our first round this week is called Name That Show. Uh, I'm going to play every team a package of clips, each containing five TV programmes that have been beamed into living rooms this year. A point is on offer for every show you name correctly. And I'll give you a bonus if you can get all five right. Just a quick note before we get underway. The clips you're about to hear feature shows that have all appeared on Talking TV this year, either as an interview or a preview. Uh, And you can hear the whole lot on broadcastnow.co.uk. Stephen and Lisa, you're up first. Name these shows. The first couple of hits were from Eggs. But then... You'll see a red flash just on the top of his trousers as though it's tucked in. And it does give the appearance of a red bandana. A remarkable memory. There's a technique, my lord. I learned it in Italy. I think the Stone Age people were mad. I cannot be anything other than a 21st century human being. How did we get from there to here? I think maybe we should uh, have the clips again. Stephen and Lisa, <laughs> name those shows. Okay. Those five shows. Okay, first one is yeah, Top, Top Gear, which, is, uh, which did something this year. Anyway. Second one, Murder Detectives. Well done. That was probably oh, the toughest good. of the lot. I've just watched it. I will confess it's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, uh, yeah. No, now I, it goes downhill from here, I'm yeah. afraid. <laughs> third one sounded like Bake Off. Okay, but, we'll come back to the third one. Fourth one. What have you got for well, fourth one? Uh, was that Humans? Probably. 
The last one was X Factor because that sounded like a show going down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that flushing noise was definitely X Factor. So you're struggling on the final three. God, yeah. Uh, Did we say uh, which one we think it was? We think number four. It was 10,000 BC. That's correct. Oh. oh. Any other shows that, that you can grab? Us. Channel 5, isn't it? So yeah. I reckon I the fifth need... one might have been that fishing show that we reviewed a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, God, what was that called? The, the one with Ben It's not, I'm afraid. Oh. <laughs> just to put it out of your misery. No, but the water one, what on earth could that have been? The water. The thing. other two shows you were looking for were Wolf Hall. Oh. And what's the last one? That was Thomas Cromwell. Yeah. The final show was Canal The Canal Trip. Trip. Oh. oh. Alex and Cooley, you're up next. Name these shows. No, Terry, it would have been extremely unprofessional to have sex with any of the Baywatch cast. I mean, that's just highly unprofessional. I did not have sex with anyone in the Baywatch cast. No, I mean, there is a considerable age, age difference between them. I think we've got better matches yes. on, on the table. Yeah. The next match is up for discussion. Yeah, the kitchen was really good. I can see us cooking in there. Instead of being too small, we couldn't prepare anything. Yeah, absolutely. And then the, uh, the lounges. <laughs> I think we should call her Anita. Like your friend who moved, darling. You know that's just a machine. It doesn't have feelings. My routine was through Facebook, and I arranged to fly to Suleimania Airport, which is in Iraq. I got into this safe house, and the first person I see is a young lad from Bournemouth in jogging bottoms, sitting on a settee. I watched the okay. last one. Okay. Cooler and Alex, name those shows. Oh dear. Oh yeah, we well. Uh, we, we've got the same answers. Sort of. What have you said? That's good. <laughs> well, the first one was definitely the Hoff. Yeah. I can't remember the programme. Half the record. Half the record, Half the record. that was the You're one. You're not allowed to say it, Stephen. Yeah, but you know, they, they would have got, got there. Yeah, they got it right. We'll, 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 we'll give you a point for that. Married at first sight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it was the third or the fourth one. I got that secret life. Secret life of four, five, six-year-olds. No. Oh, well, I thought the last, was the last one something to do with benefits by the sea, can't pay, we'll take it away? No, I'm afraid not. So you've got Hoff the Record and Married at First Sight. You've got two. That's not fair. And can I shout out for Honey, I Bought the House, maybe? Yes. So Lisa said humans first. Oh, that's me. That's for cheating. That's what you get for cheating. We didn't get that. The last one was about the Syrian war with the people going over from England. So I watched it, but I can't remember the title. Brilliant show as well. It Channel was frontline fighting. Right, the go. Brits battling ISIS. Channel four. So we've got two points point. for Cooler and Alex and a point for Lisa for stealing humans. Honey, honey, I bought the house. Was that no, not one of them? What was no. the house one then? What was the so house one? the house one was a show called Glitchy. They get top gear. It's meant there. to be tough. Okay, Camilla and Chris, name these shows. Bad show, DM. You destroyed the whole of London for a stolen chair worth £12.99. I thought it might be the Baron. Oh, this is so cool. I'd be very tempted to buy this. I think it looks fun. It's quite convivial for a dinner party. There's a whole social aspect to it that I, I really like. It's the fondue party thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like right. this. Who's this guy? Oh, this is Jamie Lang. He's a sweet, young, innocent. I'm bringing into a whole world of hurt and pain. Oh, you're good at that, aren't you? Seriously, watch this guy, okay? Because he will lead you on, and then... Uh, we only had two sexes. I'm sorry, I'll stop talking about him now. It's all right. I understand. It's just the feeling, you know, not being able to think about anyone else. Yeah, I know the feeling. I'm making butter cake for not you, for you, Layla. Ah, that's nice of you. Well, you're just a whole bunch of friends. <gasps> okay, that's I love so that. Easy. I absolutely love that yeah. final clip. Um, 
We've got four. You've got four. I, I, I saw you were confidently scribbling down the names of shows, so we've, give us your four. I can just say I love the fact he says we've got four, because I want you to know that Chris has done nothing on this round. It's been, <laughs> it's been embarrassing how the editor of broadcast doesn't watch telly. I mean, really, I don't know what to say to you, Chris. So that being the case, Camilla, I'm going to hide the answer. <laughs> you, you, you can say what the hell. Come on, we'll do it Come together. Come on, let's have your four. So go. the first one was, was DM, was Danger Mouse, the returning Danger Mouse. That's correct. The second one was an ITV show, factual show, is Little Big Box, Little Box. That's good, yep. Third one was BBC Three's Excellent, Quirky, Murder in Successful. Mm-hmm. Correct. The fourth one... No idea. Is the, the chap says, I can't stop thinking about it. I him. know this one. I don't we know, know this one. I think we should go to Cooler. I've <laughs> <laughs> even got in there first. Mm. And I've slagged it off <laughs> since episode one, <laughs> London Spy. Oh, we'll right. give you both the point. I know you both got it. So It's rubbish. Okay, and the, You'll give and the fifth show. The fifth one is Channel Four's rather cute Secret Life of Four, Five, and Six. That's correct. Can I just say I'm quite obsessed by that show. It's I can't good. stop watching it. It's very good. <laughs> what do you With like about kids. it? I think. Do you know what? It, I think it's because my sons, who are eleven and eight, just watch it and crack up. And children like, love Did it. Did they used to do that? Did they? It's so mm. cute. I love it. I love it for that um, reason. London Spy, really, Stephen? Really. Really, a really. Of... It should have been a three-parter. This is really like into five. No, I've got recorded. I was going to watch the whole thing over Christmas. It's just really upset me. He doesn't it's, like wait, it. No, it's like Marmite. Some people are saying it's yeah, brilliant, but like most people oh, that's a bit worrying. hate it, that and most people have watched it because it's full of good actors and terrible, terrible kind of gaping holes, slow pace, and oh. Any yeah. other favourites among those those shows? Danger well, Mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I liked Murder and Successful. I thought that was a great show. It just weird and See, that strange. left me cold. I watched the one with Jamie Lang in it, and I was like, what the hell am I watching? And I, and I felt really bad because everyone was raving about it, and I couldn't get it. Scores at the end of that round. Camilla and Chris, you have five. Lisa and Stephen, you have four. Ooh. And bringing up the rear is Alex and Kula with three. Uh, your second round today is called Telly-Heads. Uh, which is basically Talking TV's twist on the forehead name game. One person from each team will have a post-it note slapped on their forehead containing the name of a TV executive or on-screen star who has hit the headlines in 2015. The nominated telehead, get it, everyone? Yeah? Will ask their teammate a series of yes-no questions and attempt to work out their new identity. A point will be awarded for guessing who you are and I'll give you another one if you can correctly name the news story you were at the centre of this year. I really hope Camilla is Yentob. Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to be, so maybe this is my moment. So, Chris, you're our nominated telehead, and for the benefit of the listeners at home, here's a mystery voice telling our listeners who it is. Chris is Jimmy Mulville. Chris is Jimmy Mulville. First round, here we go. Chris, begin asking your questions. Am I on-screen talent? No. Am I an industry exec then? Yes. Do I work at the BBC? No. Have I ever worked at the BBC? No. Oh, what do we think, guys? Don't think so. Don't know, actually. Can I say don't know? Yeah, it's sort of irrelevant. Am I a channel controller? No. Am I a commissioner? No. Am I a producer? Yes. Do I run an indie? Yes. Uh, is it part of a super indie group? No. No. I run a true Don't get indie. involved in my world. <laughs> I'm doing fine, thank you very much, Jake Hansen. There's only about six people that run true indies well, these think, days. Think, can, uh, I, can I say any clues? Am I, uh, do I work in, in drama? Mm, not, Fact, factual? Yes, fact dent, yes, fact yes, kind of stuff? yes. Can I give any clues or not? Is that not part uh, of the deal? I, 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 so I, I run a true indie. I work in factual. 
Someone, someone loud. Someone who's been loud not this year about something. Oh. Not factual. It's more. It's more. It's more comedy or end. I think it's fair to say. Comedy or end. Oh, think of away from programming. It's not. A yeah, programming it's not about a programming question. question. No, it's about. It's about. A, can I say channel question? Oh, my Damien Kavanagh. No, no, but you're in the right world. You're in the right thought processing. Oh, Think about that. No, no, but he's in the right world. You're in the right world. Think about that thought. Think of industry. Think of that Hero. thought in that world. Villains. In that world. Hero. Heroes. Guys, you've, got, you've got 30 seconds. In that world of, of what you were just saying, that world. 30 in, seconds. In the digital space. No. Oh, Go hang quickly. on. Quickly, hang on. quickly. I'm either John Foday or Jimmy Mulville. Yes, Jimmy Mulville. <laughs> which, one, which one? I'm Jimmy Mulville. <laughs> Chris, you were Jimmy Mulville, the hat-trick boss uh, that launched an ambitious rescue bid for BBC Three this year. And uh, may continue the fight uh, through the High Court at some point next year. Wow. I feel what do we make? Christmas, do, do we do think they stand a chance? What, no. of winning their bids? Oh, I think it's going to be difficult. No. No. No, no Do you chance. think we should all just move on and get on with the big no. Move on I think and get it's on good. I think it. it's really good and it's honourable that they're doing I think they should fight. put the money into an, then another channel and we'll just move everything to that one. Okay. That's true. So, Alex and Kula, you're up next. And here's the mystery voice. Kula is Jeremy Clarkson. Cooler is Jeremy Clarkson. You got two minutes. Off you go. Oh really? Okay. Um, am I a woman? No. I'm a man. Then. Um, am <laughs> I a television executive? No. Am I on-screen talent? Yes. Man on-screen talent. British? Yes. Uh, am I on? Uh, am I a presenter? Yes. Um, ITV? No. Am I a BBC presenter? Former. Former BBC presenter. That's not yes or no, Farber. Uh, can I just... Am I Jeremy Clarkson? Yes. Oh, that was I think you just dropped yes, a massive all. clue. <laughs> yes, you were Jeremy Clarkson. And of course, you did not have your contract renewed by the BBC this year after you punched Top Gear producer Oshin Tymon. I did, yes. Not you personally, not okay, obviously. Could do that. Lisa and Stephen, you're our final Telly round. Uh, and here's the mystery voice. Stephen is Sandy Totsvig. Stephen... Is Sandy Topsfig? Off you go, guys. Okay, male. No. Female. Jay Hunt. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just going to list every woman in telly. Uh, okay, TV exec. No. Oh, TV presenter. Yep. Uh, BBC. Yep. Other channels. Because um, you did pause for a second. So BBC female presenter. Uh, news. No. Okay. Test daily. No. Okay. I don't know. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Entertainment presenter female. No, but think think other within the entertainment. Yeah. Oh. Think so about comedy. the news stories this year think about female comedy. entertainment stories. Miranda. No. No. You're in the right world. Okay. Oh uh, God. A bit, of, a bit of radio in there. Lots of um, radio. What, what, what are we sat around? What are we sat around, Stephen? We sat around our own table. Um, Oh, I don't know. Somebody from Woman's Hour or something. That's more on the right. <laughs> but line. right yeah. area. Mm. Uh, you got 30 seconds. Zoe Ball. No. No. Panel shows. Carol Vorderman. Panel shows. <laughs> Funny. I'm just listing Comedy. names. Comedy. Short. Comedy. <laughs> Comedy. Um, Comedy. Likes to speak her mind older. Um. <laughs> Lisa Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> older. That's rude. Camilla Lewis. Lewis. That's it. There's no more women in tele- television. Um, Five Danish. seconds. One more question. Oh, Sandy Toxvig. <laughs> Gave that clue. So yes, Stephen, you're Sandy Toxvik. The story I was looking for is uh, you hit the headlines this year after it was announced that you're going to replace Stephen Fry as the host oh, of QI. QI, of course. <laughs>
our penultimate round and a little game we call Play Your Ratings Right. Uh, in true Brucey oh, fashion, oh, I'm going. Oh, <laughs> oh god! In true Brucey fashion, I'm going to read out some ratings, brain bogglers, and you've got to provide me with the answer, higher or lower. Oh, okay. Cooler and Alex, yeah, you are up first. The Great British Bake Off finale is on course to be the biggest show of the year, but was its lowest rated episode of the series higher or lower? than the best instalment of ITV's Britain's Got Talent. Higher or lower? Oh. The, the best instalment. I think, I well, what did the best... Nine, right? For Bake Off, the lowest would have been about nine, you reckon? Yeah, yeah eight, or nine. eight or nine. And what would the best BGT have been? It would have been up with, like, 11 <sighs> or 12. Ten, I would have thought... So, lower. I would agree, Cooler. Let's go for it. That's correct, yes. So, Bake Off's lowest episode, 11.1 million viewers. You're kidding. Oh, wow. No. That was the low? That was the low <laughs> of the series. And Amazing. And BGT. 12.7. <laughs> Stop reading my script, everyone. <laughs> 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 I'm really yeah, surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm the same table as you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Britain's Got Talent's highest episode was 12.7 million Thank and you. ITV's biggest show of the year. So, we should make predictions about what it's going to be next year. Well, what do you think it will be next year? Well, Which? if we're going to follow uh, Britain's Got Talent. If it follows X Factor patterns, it's going to be. Cost it's cost remarkably cost robust, though, down. isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Thirty percent. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Upbeat, right? Lisa and Stephen, uh, did the opening instalment of Sky Atlantic's Fortitude rate higher or lower than the launch of the new series of The Bridge on BBC Four? Ooh, I think it's going to be higher, but it did tank immediately. Fortitude did. Yeah, it, it went did. down dramatically by week two. Yeah, it got one point something. So it got a lot of hype that initial episode, and the bridge would never have got that much, would it? But the bridge think. did do really well. But everyone's raving back. about the bridge. bridge that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, so very good. I love the bridge. <sighs> I lost hope. I don't know. I, 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 I remember it got. Okay. I remember it got a really bad rating because of the amount of cost it. So no, it got. Well, I'm sure it got one point two in the. Oh, we're talking about opening episode, aren't we? Opening episode. Something like one point two, I seem to recall. So I think it was higher than the bridge. It was lower. Oh. oh. I think it was so, <laughs> There wasn't much in it. Fortitude's first episode got 1.7 million. Oh, okay. The Bridge, 1.8. And what did oh. Fortitude's uh, second episode get? I don't know. Like yeah. 200 That's a good question. or something. That's the key question. Okay, Camilla and Chris. Not as good as The Bridge. The Bridge is much better. So, did the highest rating instalment of Channel 5's Celebrity Big Brother perform mm. better or worse than the best episode of The Island with Bear Grylls. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> You're I, happy about this question, I, Chris. I think so done... The Island with Bear Grylls did, one? did sort female. of high twos to low threes. Did like three point, I reckon 3.2. The, the, the... Celebrity Big Brother was actually brilliant, I thought, this year. And I think it actually did, it did really, Which, really well. Was it, it was Perez Hilton this year, was it, on Celebrity Big Brother? It was. was it, this year? it was this year. And Katie Hopkins. It was quite a cast. And it was yeah. um, and it was very well. I think I think it did better. Well, I think you it's on Big Brother this year, Camilla. <laughs> Maybe. I think the version was far better. Okay. <laughs> I think definitely it did better because I mean um, the island is much applauded by Channel Four, um, and it's a great show and it has done very well for them. But but doing really well on Channel Five is is, is still higher. So, the, but the question, Camilla, is: Do you think that was it the best episode of Big Brother? Yes. Yes. Did the best episode of Big Brother do more than about three point two? I think it did. I think got amazing press, so I think it possibly did. Is that your final answer? We're saying higher. higher. You're correct. Yay! <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother, 3.7. The Island, 3.6. Oh, that's crazy. Bloody close. Yeah. That's okay, brilliant. we'll do one more. Alex and Kula. <laughs> a couple of entertainment flops for you now. Oh, uh, did, 
did the poorest performing episode of Prize Depart on BBC oh, One perform better or worse than the lowest rated episode of Harry Hill's Stars in Their Eyes? I've never even heard of Prize Depart. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sign. Carl Warner's big hit. Oh, sorry, Carl. So sorry, Jake. Say that again. I wasn't so did the, poor, did the poorest performing episode of Prize the Part on BBC One perform better or worse than the lowest rated episode of Harry Hill's Stars in Their Eyes? Surely worse. It's got to be right. Doesn't people, don't people just watch Stars in Their Eyes because it's on? BBC One always gets an audience. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? You, yeah, I, I agree with Stephen. All right, go for it. So you're saying, you're saying higher, I think. We're going higher. You're going higher. Hi is correct. We'll go with Hi. We'll go with Hi. Keep and keep it on. So, Prize the Part, its worst episode got 2.5 million. Stars in Her Eyes, worst episode, 2.2. That's a couple of stinkers, isn't it? How to take Harry Hill and do that? It's a skill. It's awful. It's a skill to make it so bad. Okay, Lisa and Stephen, your final ratings conundrum. Was the peak audience for ITV's general election debate in April? Higher or lower than the equivalent debate on BBC One? Lower. It's always lower. Lower? Lower. Yeah, but he's asking this for a reason. It's obviously a trick question. Something must have happened. Are we talking... Tom Bradby... Tom Bradby wasn't presenting it. It was Julie Etchingham. Well, normally the BBC always storms it with things like that. So I would go with my gut, but Lisa knows that you're a sneaky, conniving so-and-so. I thought you were going to say something very rude then, Stephen. I'm implying it, definitely. (laughs) ITV, higher or lower than the BBC? See, I would say lower. Go on, I'll go with you. Lower. You're wrong. Oh, oh damn. I had my fingers crossed. You should, have, you should have stuck with your gut, Lisa. So, ITV right. seven, seven-way debate, the famous one. The oh, seven-way. oh yeah. I thought you meant election when night. Sorry. No, not election night. Well, I said debate very clearly. Oh, sorry. 7.7 <laughs> yeah, yeah. 7. 7 million. Oh, okay. BBC One's 5.1. Oh, I that that was the debate, though. That was. Okay, yeah. final one, guys. Did the first episode of BBC Two's Jimmy McGovern drama, Banished, Rate higher or lower than the debut of Channel 4's Indian Summers. Oh, they both did gangbusters. They, they both did really, really well. They both did. Yeah. So Banish started really well and fell off, and Indian Summer did exactly the same. But they, Indian Summer, I'm thinking it started with a five. I don't remember the ratings on it. Human started with a six, and I think Indian Summer started with a five. It was up against Poldark, Indian Summer. So I think we should go Banish then. It did very well. Banish is having done higher, do you think? I think Banish did. Banish BBC Two. It did really yeah. well for them. Banish Awful. BBC Two. It Lying did really well. Higher or lower, guys? I'm going higher, I think. Well, you think Banish did higher? I think Banish did higher. It went, it went two and four. I both Indian got... Indian Summer's hyped to the max. It did massively. Mm. Indeed. It was, Indian Summer was like Channel 4's best drama launch since... Camomile Lawn or something okay. silly. Yeah. Didn't you guys do a headline? I'm just trying I think to we said, it. I think the headline was Indian Summer is Channel 4's best yeah, drama yeah. launch since Camomile Lawn. I uh, think... Well, that's such a brilliant headline and it's amazing you remember to <laughs> <laughs> you, should be, you should be doing The Sun, you know that, you're in the wrong paper. Snapping. Yes. I think... Go on, Camilla, which is higher? No, because now I feel it's all down to me and now I feel it... I, mean, I do agree Indian I Summer was the one banged on. Okay, answer. I don't know. We think that Indian Summer was higher. So you're saying that Banish was lower, basically. Banish was lower. Okay, you're right. Well done, Chris. Well, Banish got 4.4 million for its first episode, and Indian Summer's 5.3. Oh my god, you said it started and with a 5. Wow. How low did it go after that? So, that's, that's always <laughs> the question. It's coming back. That's Super Chris, Chris and, and Camilla are in the lead. 
I'm not going to tell you the scores, but I'm going to tell you it's all to play for still. All to play for oh in, the quick, in the quick fire round. Yeah. I'm beginning to really be pleased. I will start following Chris Curtis on Facebook. You're dumped, Stephen D. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all about you. I thought you were the industry. So we have reached our final destination. The and the dis- crisis. <laughs> I'm talking, Stephen. Sorry. <laughs> we have reached our final destination and the decider. Uh, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the buzzer round. Except you won't be using your fingers. You'll be using your mouth and shouting your names out. Um, so... This round is called Axed or Backed. I'm going to name as many Christmas turkeys and stocking surprises as I can in one minute, and you must buzz in and tell me if they've been cancelled or recommissioned. Axed or Backed. Uh, And remember, get one right, and there may well be a bonus point on offer. So, let's hear your buzzers. Come on, everyone say your name. Camilla. Camilla, that is your name. Well done. Thank you. Christopher. (laughs) I'm going to shorten my two. Coo. I'm getting there quicker. (laughs) Alex. Stephen Toast. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes, go. Let's go. Poldark. Stephen. Chris. Stephen. Recommissioned. Yes, well done. Channel 4 drama, no offence. Recommissioned. Stephen. No, I'm going to have to hand it over. Camilla. <laughs> Recommissioned. Correct. ITV daytime show, Mel and Sue. Camilla. Alex. That was Camilla. Um, a dark got axed, whatever. Well done, yes. People just do nothing. Alex. Camilla. Alex is Justin. Coming back, another series. Can you tell me how it's been recommissioned for another point? For online, BBC Three. No, it's been not. Room Salt. <laughs> no, they've commissioned two Television. series back to back. Okay, Channel Four Sex Camilla. Box. Camilla, recommissioned. <laughs> Very good. I Incredibly. It's really hard. Uh, I want to shout the answer. I can't this do is my, my name. This, <laughs> this, is, this is like my expert area. Yeah, it really is. is. Shouting your name. Shouting that Okay, guys, the singer takes it all. Stephen. Stephen. Not commissioned. Rejected, axed, axed and thrown in the bin. And well done. Britain's Next Top Model. Oh, I should have missed one. Backed, yes. yes. Another yes. point if, if you can tell me how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By Kula, yeah. I love the five-beat Kula on her own. Surely not. Smooth channels. Used to be a living show, and now it's going to lifetime, I'm going to say. Well done. Thank you, Chris. Okay, new tricks. Chris. It's done. It's axed. Well yeah. done. Murder and successful. Chris, back. Yes. Uh, BBC One drama Atlantis. Chris, he's done. Finished. ITV well, Entertainment. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to plough on. ITV Entertainment show Ninja Warrior. Lisa. Lisa. Back. Uh, BBC Three drama In the Flesh. Lisa. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say it there. Say axed because everything's axed. Not coming back. Axed. Yeah, axed. I was going to say that. Uh, <laughs> well done. Yeah. <laughs> Guy wants wild. Kula. No idea. Kula. 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 Okay. No. No. I'm giving. I'm giving it to Kula. Sorry. Let me. Yeah. It's back. Well done. House of Fools. Chris. He's done. Sadly. No more Vic and Bob. ITV wartime drama Home Fires. Chris. His big hits coming back. Well done. Married at first sight. Kula. No. Oh, oh no, she's oh. <laughs> E4 comedy, chewing gum. Lisa. Chris. Yes. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, brilliant. I love chewing and gum. finally, BBC Two's Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Come on. Yeah. Oh. After, I think, uh, 18, axed, isn't it? 18, 18 17. 17 years, it's axed. Yeah, yeah we'll give you two points Sad. for that. For the extra fact, I love mm. the fact. Yes. Yeah, you said 17. That's the end of the game. I wonder who's won. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, Chris, who do you think's yeah. won? Oh, I feel like a... Is it the editor of Broadcast who just re- reiterated all his news stories from last <laughs> yes. year? Broadly speaking. While we're waiting, just a quick note that the first issue of Broadcast in 2016 will be available from the 6th of January and Talking TV will return on the 14th of next month. So, 
Are we ready for the scores, guys? <gasps> no. It's We're very exciting. A date with Chris In, in last place, and uh, with the wooden spoon. Oh, oh not Stephen. Is. Lisa and Steve. Oh my God, that's oh. a shocking that result. Is a shocking result. Oh, Lisa, we what have, have you done we, to that boy? Look, we were deliberately playing badly to give you all a chance. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're very shy and unassuming types and don't hog the mic like certain people around the table. Who shall yeah. remain nameless for now. Yeah. Okay, in second place, Cooler and Alex. Yeah. You got nine points. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. And with a whopping 21. Oh. <laughs> More than double ahead of everyone is Chris and Camilla. It was a one-horse race. Are you pleased? Sheet. Well, I always thought that I had a face for radio and brains for television, but I now will change that. I'm made for this. <laughs> <laughs> we are done for this episode, and indeed for the year, thanks to my guests Lisa Campbell, Stephen D. Wright, Kula Anastasi, Alex Farber, Chris Curtis, and Camilla Lewis. Thank you to you lot for listening as well. If you're bored over the holiday and looking for a telly industry fix, why not rummage through our drawers? Our back catalogue is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. For now, though, I've been Jake Cantor and the producer was Matt Hill. Have a cracking Christmas. You've been listening to Broadcast. Talking TV. Recorded at Maple Street Studios. 